0: I took my love took it down I climbed a mountain and I turned around And I saw my reflection I
1: The following podcast features views and opinions that are not representative of the collective views of the whispers groups. Some of these views may not be suitable for children. Accordingly, the producers and hosts of the Missy A.E. podcast must insist that no one attempt to take anything that is being said as representative of the views of any of the whispers groups. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Missy A.E. podcast. Now, obviously, I'm not Jim Early. Uh. I am Steve. Uh, Jim's not feeling too well tonight, uh, so we may not have him tonight, Um, but until then, until we find out, uh, I am handling the show tonight. Uh, If you want to call in and talk about the most recent episode of Survivor with us, you can call in at 657-383-1308. We have a lot to talk about tonight. We just had the second part of the merge episode take place. And honestly, you know, this whole, this whole merge could have really been covered in a two-hour episode, to be perfectly honest, with how they formatted everything. Uh, we did see an advantage get played. Actually, we saw two advantages, I believe, get played. Uh, with Deshaun using his vote uh, or his extra vote, and as well as Liana using her knowledge is power advantage. We also saw the shot in the dark get played for the first time as well, with Sydney using her shot in the dark. Though, uh, let's be honest, it really was a real shot in the dark, because, you know, when when you're in danger and you need it, You'll do anything. You do anything you can to,
2: to uh,
1: if it means keeping yourself safe. Uh, we also saw the result of probably one of the. I still believe it's one of the worst twists that we've seen in Survivor history, um, and from the sounds of it, maybe this could potentially be one upped later on this season. Uh, anyways, if you want to call in and join us tonight, it's 657-383-1308. Uh, if you haven't subscribed to the Missy AE show yet, do so by going to blogtalkradio.com slash AE. You can also subscribe on iTunes or Apple Podcasts as well as Amazon Music. Uh, speaking of music, the music that you guys heard was Landslide by Fleetwood Mac, uh, at the request of the boss. So nobody better, uh, nobody better argue at the, at the uh, the music selection tonight, uh, cause whatever the boss says goes. So, uh, currently we have Melissa, JB, and Reggie on the line with us tonight um, I'm, I'm expecting we all, we also have Tim in the chat room so Tim I know you're listening to this on delay right now through blog talk so feel free to comment on anything that we're talking about um, and I will get your thoughts read live on the air uh, wow you know how can we describe the clusterfuck that took place last night with <laughs> Just say, uh, it, just say it
3: like you mean it. Just, just don't hold back, Steve. You got this.
1: <laughs> I mean, seriously. No, seriously. You know, one of the one of the weirdest merge episodes or merge duo episodes that we've seen in quite some time. To where, I mean, obvi- obviously, as Jim talked about last week on the show, that uh, yeah, it wasn't looking too good. Uh obviously Erica was of course going to smash the the hourglass like she did. I mean, and if anybody was in her position, who wouldn't do that? I mean, you'd have to be an idiot to not do it. And ultimately Sydney ended up paying the price. And yeah, needless to say that uh that uh, that twist has been absolutely bashed by Sydney, as well as you know some other fans there there have been some fans that have been pretty vocal about this twist and the fact that you know it just really we've said this multiple times and uh you know it just really doesn't feel like survivor it feels like you know this is a new version of survivor that we're really starting to uh, to see pick up here with not only twists galore, but advantage Palooza with hell. Uh, let's see how many advantages are, are out there right now. Two, four, five, fifty, five, five <laughs> advantages. I think there's five advantages that are currently active uh we know that first off let me just say that this was the Erica and Xander show last night i think i think everybody can pretty much agree that it was it's it centered around two people it's centered around Erica and it's centered around Xander with everything that happened and honestly i don't think i've seen somebody play Around a potential idol play, as well as Xander did last night, completely fooling the Luvu Alliance into that was thinking awesome. that that he was going to give it to Ebby. Uh, I mean, what did you guys think? Let's start. Let's start with Melissa. Melissa, what did you think of how? Xander just seemed to masterfully uh, work around that, uh, around the uh, knowledge is power advantage that Liana had.
4: I thought it was brilliant. Um, you know, I'm not real sure if it was actually his idea. Uh, we didn't really see him come up with the plan. So I don't know if it was actually him that came up with the idea, or if it was Tiffany, or Shan, or Liana. I don't know, or it wouldn't be Liana. Um, but I thought it was—I thought it was brilliant.
1: Yeah, I mean, JB, we've seen so many. So many advantages get played in previous seasons of Survivor. We've seen so many idols get passed around on previous seasons of Survivor, but I don't think we've ever seen it happen like it did last night, where literally everything got thrown out into the open. Everybody knows who has the who has an idol and who doesn't, and. Then all of a sudden, little did we know, it wasn't Xander who had the idol, but it was actually Tiffany who had the idol. I mean, JB, did last night sort of feel like it could be a potential iconic survivor moment with with how it played out? Well,
5: even, uh, you know, I posted, you posted. It's like, what the hell is going on? And it was uh, mainly at the uh, Tribal Council. And before then, I really didn't get to see the show, but I did watch it uh, earlier today. And... It's, it's still, you know, I'll say it once, uh, I, I've said it once and I'll say it again. It's beyond me on why these people think that they have to tell everybody if they find either a, uh, you know, idol or some kind of advantage. They have it seems like they have to tell somebody,
1: yeah, and I like, found that really odd myself,
5: and it's like, you know what, if you just shut up, you would pro- they would probably go farther.
1: And, you know, not ju- not just that, but also maybe perhaps Liana would have been able to play her advantage successfully last night if Xander hadn't caught wind of what was going on. As a matter of fact, I believe right. it was I believe it was Danny who first told him about everything, or maybe it was Evie. I forget. I forget which. Uh, but Xander had already had already said that he was going to play his idol on Evie regardless of what the votes were and then all of a sudden you know it it was like a gigantic game of telephone almost on the island last night that was so stupid. I just hate when they do that yeah I mean, uh, Ed, you know, Eddie's joining us right now. Eddie, our edit expert. Uh, Eddie, what do you take out of last night? Because it really well, first seemed of all, like
6: the way they that three part Idol. Uh, it was going to be out in the open anyway. Everyone hears them saying such yeah. strange phrases. Uh, they know something's up, you know. So that it it, it was. A stupid concept to put to do that three-way idol and have to say some stupid rhyme, you know? Uh, so that right there, those three were out anyway. The other one, Liana's just that is stupid. She didn't know what she was doing, and so she's going to get, you know, voted off, and then she's going to act like a bitch and a little crybaby and go cause trouble to tribal council. And, you know, yeah. it was It was stupid. She, she doesn't know how to – now, her, she's an idiot, uh, and I hope she hears me say it, because she's stupid, and if she went to Ponderosa and caused all sorts of trouble because she got one up because she's a spoiled little brat, then she should go, go, go back to her mama, you know? She's a spoiled yeah. little brat. And I was not So she put it out there. She put it out there. And she let people know, and she's the only one that did. The other one, everyone was going to know anyway. It was a stupid concept by Survivor. It was stupid. So there was no reason to hide anything because it was already out there. So I didn't see it that way. I saw it as stupid on Survivor's part. And I saw it as uh, a childish player, Leanna, to to do what she's going to do. I saw it as a spoiled brat that gives people like her a bad name, and they wonder why people give them bad names. You know? Uh, but anyway, that's did what I thought about it. Uh, oh, did it.
7: Did it seem it like it last night?
6: This edit is so over all everything. They have manipulated everything in this edit, uh, coming and going. So we don't – we're being, if it wasn't for Jim, thank God, telling us what's going on, we would not know hardly any of it. Because Jim was very clear the first uh, podcast. He, he really brought us up to par. Uh, yeah, we all saw things. We all are smart players. We know what we're doing. But we didn't see it. It didn't fall into until all the notes I took on the first podcast. And I keep going back to that. Jim and I have talked about it. Uh, and uh, you know, I keep going back to that. Jim, we really thank you for all the information. Uh, and you now it's all over the internet anyway. Everything.
1: So. Uh, yeah, and by uh, and by the way, Jim. Jim did uh, for for any of our listeners uh, who may be listening live, or maybe you'll be listening to this on the archives. Jim did literally state what was going to happen this season. The two things that he mentioned: number one, Xander was going to ruin somebody having having a big advantage. And he was going to get them to misplay that advantage. That happened last night when he when he got Liana to misplay her knowledge's power advantage. We also saw, I believe wasn't there there was one there was one other thing that he mentioned as well. Uh that hang on. I'm looking, I'm looking up uh, in, in, Whisper's, in Whisper's premiere. Uh, I'd like he had to add,
6: too. I mean, I told you all last night when I, when I was talking to you, I knew Tiffany was going to get the, uh, the the idol. That was a smart, smart game play. And for the two of them to come together like they did, you can see how they're going to go to the end. I mean, what a smart player Tiffany is. Uh, and, she, you know, Xander's going to do all the, the dirty work. And they're all going to come at him, and she's going to walk away as the winner. You know, it's just obvious. Uh, well, well, here's the question. You know, but, but a, a, question a for, damn good players.
8: Here's the question. I mean, for you, I Abby, think though, they shafted him at the,
6: the it, Tribal Council, and I think all these players ought to go back and have to be made to sit in the corner and watch every fucking episode of Survivor so they see what they're doing because they're all little babies at Tribal Council if they don't recognize a damn good <laughs> player. You know? They all are little babies if they don't recognize that.
1: Now, Eddie, uh, it was it was Melissa who actually uh, when she w- when she was talking about this uh, before I uh, came over to you that uh, we don't know, or at least I don't think we know who it was that can really take credit for last night's move because from. From one point of view, it it seemed like we were being shown that Xander was the one who was really at the forefront of the whole entire move.
6: Well, that's why last night I said Tiffany. I said it. Tiffany's a damn good game player. I I said it last night. I told y'all before anything. I said Tiffany's got the idol. Uh, You know... uh, so, yeah, we do know. We know that we're seeing Tiffany's playing an unbelievably strategic and social game.
1: Uh, what are your thoughts on the on the hourglass with the hour Erica deciding whether or not to turn back time? I mean doesn't it really seem like First, I mean, first off, I, I shouldn't say it. Really, seems like it's obvious. Sydney got screwed. All those people who had won immunity the previous episode last week all got screwed because Survivor apparently needs to do needs to do more stuff to stick out instead of sticking to the formula that works. And now all of a sudden, you have perhaps one of the stupidest twists. In my opinion, at least, to have been unleashed on the game, and now all of a sudden, you basically, you basically make it seem like merge socialism. immunity doesn't That's really it matter.
6: It's socialism, you know. It's like, I mean, they're bringing communism to Survivor. All this socialism aspects of everything is ridiculous.
1: I mean, well, Reggie, Reggie, what are your, th- I what are hope your 42 thoughts? I didn't, didn't it seem Didn't it seem, Reggie, like last night they basically w- w- with Erica being able to use the hourglass and smash the hourglass, didn't that basically send out a message like to to everybody else that hey, winning immunity at the merge doesn't even matter? Right. When, and and I think they could like have handled it a little bit different
3: business. way with Erica and not taking that away from those people because what's a win now? A win means nothing. If somebody can come in and change everything. You know, I, I just didn't – I understand why they did it for her or for anybody who would have been on that island. Don't get me wrong. It didn't have to just be her. But they got to quit. They got to go back. They got to regroup a little bit. This is just too much. So I I, I agree with
1: you. I mean, wouldn't it have been better, you guys, if they had just given Erica the chance to be, okay, you turn back, if you turn back time, you yourself will be immune from the vote. Everybody else will get the opportunity or, you know, everybody else will be safe. Uh, Those that had one immunity would be safe and you would basically get the chance to join those who are who are immune but in doing so you would also risk your vote you would you wouldn't have a vote at this first tribal council i mean wouldn't that have been a better way to go about this for for a twist like that
5: seems fair to me
1: yeah it sounds better than what it was yeah I mean, Melissa, what are your thoughts? You know, w- w- wouldn't there have been a better way to handle the hourglass twist as opposed to, oh, let's just strip everybody uh, of their immunity that they won fairly <laughs> and now all of a sudden everybody that lost. Uh, losing is now winning and winning is now losing. I think it was dumb.
4: Um I definitely would have I I don't know I I think that it was stupid I think that if they wanted to do um, something when Erica went to the island they could have said if you smash this um, you get to choose one person that's not not immune or something like that, but not the whole
1: side, not all six of them. Or you know, you know what actually would have been better? Now that I'm thinking about it, because you because you brought this up, uh, because you uh, mentioned that, what if instead of everybody loses immunity, what if she just took the place of one of those who had one immunity?
7: Well, like for example, yeah, that's kind say, of what I
1: like like say Erica instead of Sydney being immune, Erica decides, okay, Sydney, you have to compete for immunity once again. And Yeah. And then Erica takes Sydney's place being immune. Is that 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 pretty right. much what you were trying to uh what you were trying to get across? Yep.
4: Uh-huh. Yeah, I think that would have been better. Be honest.
1: You, you know, at Eddie, we've seen tons of twists take place in the game of Survivor. Uh, out of forty, well now forty-one seasons, we've seen every twist you can think of come into this game. Or, from what I hear, apparently, uh, I mean, I don't know if Jim wants me to mention this on the air, but apparently, there's one other twist that is that is coming that we have never seen except in the whispers games we have seen it in the whispers games but uh there is one twist that cbs has stolen from us once again um really that now
7: cool yes, there
1: is. but i'm not going to i'm not going to mention it unless jim mentions it on a uh, on the podcast um but yeah it's uh it, it just seems like survivor is doing all they can now to in order to keep the game interesting, throw out all these random twists. And, uh, I mean, at at what point is enough enough? Like, at what point does it become overkill?
3: Well, it's already on
1: overkill mode.
7: I I think anyway.
1: Go ahead, Reggie.
3: I was just gonna say I think with all the twists, the advantages, not safe, safe, um, idled, you know, this, that and another. Um, I said several weeks ago I needed a cheat sheet, now I just gave up. I mean, I'm just gonna say I got all and forgot everything, you know? So then then because it's 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 just getting ridiculous. It's just like every week they gotta outdo themselves from the week before. I forget that this is only a six-week deal or eight-week, how many weeks it is, because it's like, good God, how many more weeks we got left? How many
9: people are left?
1: Uh, there are 11 left. 11 left, and oh supposedly my. it's a final three. So it'll be a jury of eight. <laughs> Great. In
6: four weeks. It's a four-week show. It's only four weeks left? Yeah, there's 26 days. That so it makes it less than four weeks.
3: Okay, then they're going yeah, to have to be chopping a couple of them off a couple of weeks, you know, in a row or something.
1: Yeah, we're at day four w- already. Dang. But uh, yeah, Eddie, just- what, are you, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts, Eddie? Does it? Seem like at this point, with with how many twists that are being thrown around and how many advantages that it, at this point it's overkill, and that this game, pretty much, like if you were to compare this game to, say, Winners at War. That, uh, okay, Winners at War had the fire tokens, but it almost seems like they're trying to take a formula that worked, that had no problems and instead trying to fix what wasn't broken. I, I, mean, I seem, told does you does it
6: it what I like think of field? it. I think that CBS needs to have their hands slapped and probes need to get off his medication or something. Uh, you know, it's, re- it's ridiculous. It's, it is ridiculous. Uh, Survivor shouldn't be played like a communist country would play. Uh, Survivor should not be a socialism way of playing. It should be what we're used to. Well, it should be what kept it interesting. It didn't pull all that stuff into it. It was people out there really playing the game. And all we have is a bunch of kids that have never played chess, given a press chess, uh, chess set, and now they're not, when they don't get their way, they knock the pieces off the board because they're idiots. You know, again, like I said, they should, every one of them should be made to shut their fucking mouths, go and watch all the other 40 seasons, and then come back and compare what they did. You know, and this survivor picked these people and probably manipulated them with this edit with the edit and what they're doing on the island and they're responding accordingly you know it's it's stupid uh it's why I quit watching Big Brother I'm never going to watch that show again but uh you know uh, it's the survivor I pray God 42 that they don't do this on 42 because uh, it's going to lose my interest I'll stop watching it
1: JB, what are your thoughts uh, when, it com- when it comes to all, the, all these twists? You know, does are, are you are you in the boat uh, with Eddie, where you're almost to the point of why even bother watching when it's not even the show that we all know and love anymore? That it's going towards it's going towards the way of a uh, Big Brother almost.
5: I don't I don't know if it's going the way of uh, Big Brother but as far as all these twists uh the only thing I can say, the only thing I'm going to say is uh it it reminds me of uh the one season island of uh, the idols where even, even though Jim said that there wasn't really that many idols, you know, it seemed like every single night there was some kind of, uh, advantage or, uh, idol. And it was just, uh, it was just a an overkill and, uh i think they're going that way uh this season with all the uh twists and everything like that just get rid of the twists full uh you know idols out there you don't need no you don't need no twists cuz your die hard survivor fans are going to Stay and watch the show, but if you keep on with these twists, uh, you know some of these diehard uh, Survivor fans aren't gonna like it, and they're gonna abandon the show. And hey, they're gonna they're gonna reap what they so
1: The head honchos. Right. Right. Well, M- Melissa, you did you did the Big Brother podcast with me uh, this summer, or yeah, this summer. So you know all the shit that we had to go through with uh, with Big Brother consistently trying to change up the game in order to keep things interesting. Does it kind of seem like Survivor is now trying to do that, where almost every single every single week well i shouldn't say every single week because it's you know they they have spaced out the uh you know the new advantages and new twists a little bit but isn't it kind of becoming overkill at this point
4: it is um it's not you know that's why Survivor has always been Survivor, and Big Brother has always been Big Brother. There's a fairly big difference between the two of them. And so with Big Brother, you kind of expect the twist, expect the unexpected. And it seems like props because he's the one that's taking credit for coming up with all this crap, that mm-hmm. he decided that he wanted to... Um, I don't know. Be more like Big Brother, which was a mistake, in
1: my opinion. Right. It's 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 almost but, as if now all of a sudden they believe that stuff that keeps the fans interested is introducing twist after twist after twist. When. Mm-hmm. Really, there's like Jim, like Jim said, you know, there's at at at, at one point this season, there's going to be so many twists and advantages thrown around out here that even the contestants themselves are going to lose track of of who has what and and, and whatnot. It, it's...
4: Well, the sad thing about the sad thing about it is Survivor wasn't broke; they still had their fans. It was still really super popular. It wasn't broke, so why try
1: to fix it? You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. You know, I mean, Big Brother. It makes sense. It makes sense because there's, you know, there's been so many controversies with Big Brother in recent years, and you know, with with Big Brother, people, they're gonna they're gonna come to expect okay. Uh, This is going to happen, and this is going to happen, and this is going to happen. But with Big Brother, you know, it it makes sense to introduce twist after twist after twist in order to keep the house guests, considering they're they're playing a a much longer game, you know, a 90-day game. But with Survivor, it's, you know, especially with this being a shorter season, okay, you know, having the risk your vote twist and everything that that's one thing you know that's a good you know nobody was really having problems with risking a vote uh being part of a twist or even the shot in the dark the shot in the dark is actually uh you know with with everybody having a one in six shot of being safe depending on on what happens you know maybe that could be a good twist, and as we saw, you know, Sydney, she ended up wasting her shot in the dark as uh, it ended up being, uh, she ended up not being safe at Tribal Council. Uh, but I think it's, you know, especially with this season, it's just the fact that everybody is playing telephone out there, that everybody knows who has what it just doesn't it, – it, it almost <laughs> – I'm, you know, I, I'm really sad I'm making this uh, comparison here. And, Tim, you know, you're listening in the chat room. You can probably confirm this. This is almost – this almost feels like a whispers game where there are some players that when they have advantages, they just cannot keep their mouths shut, myself included, Uh You know, they can't keep their mouths shut, and they end up pretty much – the word basically gets around so quickly to everybody that now all of a sudden it completely crowds the, uh, you know, the strategic portion of the game to where – okay, now we have to maneuver around this advantage and maneuver around this advantage while making sure that we keep this advantage and, oh, do we play this advantage at this time? It's There's just so many things in this one season that it, it just feels so congested. Like, last night was a complete roller coaster. I mean, obviously, you know, trust in this EAE, you know, Jim pretty much said what was going to happen last night. Well, I mean, he didn't say when it was going to happen, but at, at some point it was going to happen. And yet with how they presented it last night, it was almost like, well, wait a minute, is that really what's going to happen? Or or is this going to happen? It's It was so confusing of an edit. That yeah, you know, in so fast paced that I even I even posted I even posted in all capital letters. What the fuck is going on right now?
3: I know I saw that.
1: Yeah,
5: yeah, really. I think I posted the I mean, same was, thing.
1: Yeah, you it did. Was just so confusing. It was just so confusing because of all of the telephone that was being played out on that island. I mean, in Surviv- Survivor, if you have an advantage, I mean, I understand sharing it with an ally, you know, somebody that you really, really trust, but it almost seems, I think there's not, there's not a single advantage that is out there right now that nobody knows about, except Nasir, or actually, no, they know. some people do know that Nasir has an idol and uh, that, well, now Tiffany, obviously, has the idol? Uh, by the way, that was a very great fake idol that was made by uh, that was made by Xander. Xander, like uh, yeah, yeah, like my friend, like my friend Jared said uh, when he was messaging me last night. Xander went to the Bob Crowley School of Fake Idols <laughs> because I mean that was. First off, his entire the way they presented it was honestly masterful. You know, I, I sort something sort of makes me think that maybe Tiffany came up with it, but just with how it was presented, it's almost like, well, you know, maybe Xander did this, set up this whole thing because he seemed dead solid when 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 Evie was having doubts. Evie was having doubts, and Xander was like stone cold. He was like. It's going to work. And Evie was, you know, Evie was, uh, was begging for them to use the idol on her. And Xander was just all cool, calm, and collected, like, trust. It's going to work. And lo and behold, not only did Evie stay, but also they wasted Deshawn's extra vote as he voted for Evie twice. The votes basically it was a five four three vote, which even if Sydney did not play her uh, if she did not play her uh what's it called? Um shot in the dark assuming that she was I think I think she said she was voting for Deshaun, right? Or was she voting for Evie? I forget.
3: I don't have a clue. It not all so confused.
1: Well, let's just say for argument's sake, if she voted for Evie, the worst that would have happened was she may still have possibly gone home because it would have been a five to five to three vote with with t- a tie between herself and Evie. Obviously, on the re-vote, those who voted to Sean, Tiffany, Xander. And Evie would obviously vote for Sydney, so technically, regardless of if Sydney had her vote or not, she still would have likely gone. And you know, now we know. What, uh, you know, obviously, we saw the image of her with a uh, of her in a cast, you know, with her leg in a cast. Apparently, this this got, uh, got mentioned in her interviews today. She tore her meniscus and her, I, I believe, if, I, if I'm correct, it was her meniscus and her ACL before she even went out there. So forget about Abby tearing it, uh, you know, during a challenge. She tore her meniscus. And her ACL before even going out there, and still went out there and competed, and lasted all the way until the merch. So, yeah, she she had to get thing,
5: some kind of award just for doing that.
1: <laughs> and the thing is, it didn't even look like she even tore anything, and you know, it. She never yeah, looked really. like she was hobbling at all. But You know, I I don't know
6: who posted the bit about Kelly uh, Saying that her edit was chopped And what she actually said wasn't said That was posted online today I don't know who posted it But I think it was a clue about what's happening in this show That, I mean, usually when when somebody's going to be evicted We get a lot more edit on it and we didn't get hardly any edit, except maybe one person or two people mentioned Sydney's name, uh, that she was going to get voted out. Uh, even though she knew she was on the bottom and blah, 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 they didn't show that much. They did, they did all the other stuff and edited toward the other, other people that were voted for. Uh, so it was a sloppy, it was a misleading edit. It wasn't sloppy. It was strategically edited and to mislead. And when an when an editor sells their soul like that in Survivor, I want to say naughty. How what a shame that they are selling their soul to fit an idealism of, of a world that is, is stupid. You know, uh, it, we, what we're seeing. Yeah, Steve, you're watching all this. I can see. I saw your comment. What the fuck? You know. Uh, they, we are so – we got the clue about that today by, from Kelly. We are being shown an edit that we don't even know what really, really happened. Uh, we're being shown stuff, and it's all out, and it's plastered all over the place. In fact, I thought it was gonna, it was a great edit at the first, when we first started the podcast. Right now, I think this, these people need to be slapped on their hands. You know what a horrible edit uh, it's showing because it's we can't put it together as fans. We can't. It doesn't make sense. It's like you're making a patchwork quilt and no, you don't know how to sew. Uh, it's a it's it's a ridiculous edit. It's a ridiculous the way the players are responding. Uh, you know well, you can see how upset I was. This is how upset when I saw what Big Brother did. You know CBS and Mark and probe need to sit down and may, they should be made to watch all other 40 episodes, you know, and, and go back to what
1: survivor is not to what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. And by, and by the way, let, let me, uh, you know, sort of comparing survivor and big brother again. Uh, let me go over to the, the, the all person of color Alliance right now. Uh, Props to Survivor. They didn't flat out put it like how Big Brother did this year, where basically they advertised it right out front. What's the cookout going to do this week? And yada, yada. Can the cookout, you know, uh, take out this person or that person? Uh, You know, I like how Survivor is editing the alliances that okay you know it's just it's just another survivor alliance basically it's not something oh like okay last week they had the whole get together and whatnot and uh you know it's going to be survivor history even though they already did it in fiji uh you know oh it's going to be the first ever all all person of color alliance at at the uh at the merge and whatnot but I like that this week they went away from it and just like oh, okay this is you know another alliance another regular alliance we didn't have uh some some random confessional from from one of the people inside the alliance basically saying we need to make sure that a whitey leaves this week you know
7: yeah
1: we didn't we didn't get something <laughs> we didn't get something like that. Like we got in big brother this year. So I think well, maybe, maybe they did do something like that originally, but CBS saw the negative reaction that it got, uh, from fans during big brother. And they probably told the survivor editing team. Okay. Yeah. You need to, uh, if they, if they start going on about, about, you know, about the Alliance, you're probably going to want to axe that out of the, uh, out of the edit.
7: hmm
1: And basically just treat it like, like any other Survivor Alliance, which is what should, which is what it should be. But and you know it's it's funny i even i even put this in my uh, in my notes last night uh i put writer's note in all capital letters and i put too many people know too damn much because yeah you know exactly. i almost i almost think i almost think that sydney may have actually buried herself last night because she ended up telling xander about the whole Vote Evie plan to begin with. I guess this was her way of, oh, okay, maybe if I <clears throat> tell them what's going to happen, you know, maybe they'll vote with me and uh, we'll, take out, we'll take out somebody like Deshaun. And Liana ended up telling Deshaun that he was Yase, Yase's target, or however they pronounce it. It's, everything was just so discombobulated last night that, you know, like Eddie said, uh, with, the, uh, with the reference to the Kelly Wentworth um, article, that Survivor is editing this season in such a way to where you don't really know what the hell is going on. I mean, they didn't even tell us that, they didn't give us an inkling that Xander was going to make a fake idol or that he was going to pass it off to Tiffany instead of Evie and instead we just get shown it in a flashback uh, right as he uh, right as he revealed the fake idol at tribal. Yeah, it's like no, I, do I think made a that fake was idol. A stupid
6: move. at tribal when Tiffany uh, let it show that she had the idol. I thought that was a stupid move, you know. Why would you do that? Why would you out front do that, you know? So that was the only bad move I've seen Tiffany do. She shouldn't have shown her hand with it. So now they know there's an alliance between the two of them. Uh, We know that, you know, there's an alliance. Again, I mean, my God, these people should be made to watch every other survivor, especially the first 20, Mm
1: -hmm. you know?
6: and see how the games play.
1: Yeah. Uh it's and, and uh, honestly, I don't even know. I don't even know what to say at this point with I mean, I can I can I can count out a couple of actual game players in this whole season, you know, Xander, Tiffany, Hell, I'd even put Deshaun up there, Ricard, Shan.
6: Ricard, yeah. He's playing a damn you good know, game.
1: He's the only one that's not running his mouth. Yeah. But everybody else is just, you know, blabbing back and forth, back and forth. It's like, have you guys never seen a season of this show? Do you not know that people talk?
5: Yeah, do you know this person's got oh, my this?
1: God. This person's got that? Oh, you're kidding me. You know, it's like, it's like Jim has said uh, when playing the Whispers game, if you have an idol, don't let anybody know you have it, even your closest ally. Don't let anybody know you have an idol or an really? advantage because you have all the power once somebody else knows about your power, that power is gone because who knows who they may have talked to. I mean, it's just, it's just absolutely ridiculous. And, you know, even since we're talking about twists, oh my God, it's, I mentioned I mentioned earlier that there's a twist that will be coming, that I'm not gonna I'm not gonna reveal it on, uh, unless Jim you know calls in tonight and he ends up revealing it himself because uh, I don't know if he wants me to reveal it on air. Uh, but there was one article that was since we've been talking about Jeff Probst being twist mad being uh, mad on twist if you want to put it that way, he has a new twist idea that could end up bringing back five eliminated players. Oh no. He actually, he actually, he actually actually hyped up. He hyped up the, the twist that I'm not mentioning. He hyped it up in this article, but he has an idea for another twist that maybe we may see in another season where five. So hang on, let me find this. Okay. So uh, it wouldn't be the edge of extinction, but it says here that at the start of the game, all the players would be told that the first five players voted out will have one chance to get back in the game. When that day arrived, We would march them back in, just like the beloved Edge of Extinction twist. We then explained that they will compete together as a tribe in one epic challenge against six random players still remaining in the game. If they win, one of them will ultimately earn their way back into the game. Probst then explained that the previously eliminated group of five would have to choose one more player who's still in the game to join their tribe in the competition. Now, if the previously eliminated... Oh, my God.
5: No. Uh, I I don't even want to hear anymore.
1: (laughs) If if the previously eliminated group of five, plus their chosen player, win, they're all back in the game. However... Mm -hmm if they lose, and I'm not saying that this is happening this season. uh, He's talking about a future season. If they lose, they leave for good, and that includes the player they chose to play with them. Now, to me, that would seem kind of unfair to the the player that's still in the game and it's almost like the outcast twist, with the with the exception being this time that instead of two people getting the chance to come back in, everybody would come back in. I mean, at this point, does it kind of seem – and by, by the way, Kansas, I'm adding you on. Uh, you did not – I did Kansas. not say any spoilers. Hi. Thank you. I, I did not get any spoilers uh, from from what you may from what you may have heard uh, when you had just joined us. Um, I just came
9: on and you and you immediately put me on.
1: <laughs> oh, good, because I would well,
6: have I'm said what I I'm, said if I'd known you were on.
9: <laughs>
7: I just well, no, came I on just, now, I, so. I,
1: I, well, no, I just added. <laughs> Thank her, you, but, guys. But Kansas, we're t- I we're always talking, try to give enough time about... so you guys can do it. But we're ta- we're talking about an article that was posted, Kansas, and let me let me uh, rewind it here. Let me rewind, and so basically, Jeff Probst. Obviously, there's a twist. We just saw the hourglass twist that just play out, just played out last night. However. He has an idea for a future season, not this season, not maybe not next season, but a future season uh, that would be basically at the start of the game, all of the players would be told that the first five players voted out would have a chance to get back in the game, one chance. When that day arrives, we'd march them back in, just like the beloved Edge of Extinction twist. We then explain that they will compete together as a tribe in one epic challenge against six random players still remaining in the game. If they win, one of them will ultimately earn their way back into the game. However, Probst then explained that the previously eliminated group of five would have to choose one more player who's still in the game to join their tribe in the competition. Now here's where it gets screwed up, in my opinion at least. If the previously eliminated group of five plus their chosen player were to win that competition, they would all re-enter the game. But Ugh. if they lose, if they lose, those five would leave the game for good, and that would also include the player that they chose to play with them from inside oh, the game. Oh, that's
9: so unfair. I don't like it at all. How about y'all? Yeah. I don't like it. I think it's bullshit. How,
1: mu- how, how much you want to
5: bet it's next season? With the way Jeff props, uh, you know, talks.
6: Well, Nick, oh, it should it be isn't. called that season. It's Stalin a terrible and Lenin. idea. You know, it should be the season of Stalin and Lenin. <laughs> so communist. It's going to
9: be so, a season so that I'm going to say to y'all, you know what? Spoil away. I don't give a shit. It'll be another season like that for me. Because mm-hmm. that's unfair. Who cares? That's unfair. It will not be a fair game, and it's it's just bullshit.
7: Yeah. I don't like that.
9: Why way, can't they just a... leave the game alone? You know, these stupid-ass twists. Do we really need Yeah, if it, ain't bro-
5: if it ain't broke, don't fix it.
9: Exactly,
1: JB.
5: And I think Steve and, uh, mentioned some- that earlier tonight.
1: Yeah, That's and bullshit. uh we did we have we have added uh <laughs> Teresa onto the line as well. Hi, um, Hi Teresa. Hi. Hey Teresa. Hi. By the way, for those for the, uh obviously Kansas you just joined in and Teresa you just joined in. Uh you're probably wondering why I'm on the air and Jim is not here the again. Air. Uh, jim is under the weather uh he told me it would it would be just like an nfl football game where uh on the injury report he would be listed as doubtful meaning he wasn't sure if he'd be able to play but it doesn't look likely so obviously we got about we got about 57 minutes left in the show you know, who knows if he'll call in or not, but uh, right now it's not looking likely that he will be joining us, so that's why I'm hosting tonight. Um, okay. And you're doing a mighty fine have, job at it. Yeah, oh, very well. Yeah. We have had we have quite the conversation, and, you know, Kansas, we even brought this up uh, comparing it to, we were talking about the twist. And all the twists that have taken place this season, including the uh including the misplay last night by Liana with her
9: oh, uh, knowledge is power oh, Liana.
1: And, you know, we compared it we compared it to this past season of Big Brother, with how Big Brother mm-hmm. always likes to introduce twist after twist after twist. hmm Doesn't it kinda seem like doesn't it kinda seem like we're reaching overkill it's too when much it's to it
9: too much it's just it, it nah.
1: <laughs> uh, nah teresa what what are your thoughts you know does it seem like we're we're reaching overkill the overkill point at this point with the uh, when it comes to survivor twists
3: I was just going to say that a lot of these twists and, I mean, a four-year-old child could have figured out that what's-her-name was going to break the uh, hourglass.
1: Well, clearly.
3: And if she hadn't, I would have voted her out just for the sole reason of she
0: was stupid.
1: <laughs> yeah. Just for being just for, just just for being a dumbass, period. The fact that uh, <laughs> the fact that she well actually you know what when you think about it, when you think about it that actually be that actually could be a good reason to keep her in. You know, if she's going to be that big of a dumbass to keep her position in the game, why not vote somebody else out over her and Okay, let's see if she starts. If she continues making stupid decision after stupid decision, that'll possibly be to your own benefit.
3: Okay, then I'll give you that.
1: Uh,
3: and you listen to—I mean, a lot of these twists and stuff are just getting foo bar.
1: Yeah, it's. And and you know there is one. I'm not going to mention it. You know, I I, I mentioned it uh, earlier that um, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna talk about anything that's going to come up unless Jim calls in himself and talks about it. Uh, but there is one other thing that's going to take place later on this season. That's if you really thought it was overkill, wait until you see this one. I oh, think I no.
3: oh Steve I think I I think I kind of glanced over uh the uh over that oh. on with so but uh I don't know if you guys already talked about this but the way uh Sydney was acting last night in her in- interview and stuff I mean, I think uh, Penny has had deeper puddles than uh, Sydney.
1: Wait, who has had deeper? Wait, <laughs> wait. What? What was? What was that analogy?
3: <laughs> I.
1: I'm confused.
3: I. I Penny or. Let's just say that Sydney is very shallow, and Penny has peed deeper puddles than uh, Sydney. Who's Penny? Who's Penny? My
7: Yorkie.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you uh. is all wondering who Penny was. <laughs> okay you got it just like Xander got it on that yeah that was good
1: I was about to say I was about to say what the hell am I missing here because I
7: I just completely blanked
9: (laughs) that reminds me of Big Brother when you were saying I do have a soft But for Alyssa, and I'm like, well, why? And Melissa (laughs) tells me, because that's her
7: granddaughter's
1: name. But, you know, another way that this – Teresa, you you killed me. Kansas, Kansas, another way (laughs) that we talked about, that we compared this season to Big Brother is the fact that it seems like Survivor, instead of being a game – That's about secrecy. Well, Big Brother's about secrecy. (laughs) But, you know, instead of if you have an advantage, you would normally think you would keep everything a secret, right?
7: Yeah. You would,
1: okay, maybe you tell your closest ally. Maybe you tell your closest ally that you know is not going to (laughs) tell anybody else because then it would get back to you. This is what
9: was so awful, you know, and and once again, our dear Shan. You know, I mean, if you want to get a strike, and, and maybe, it, I, hope it bit, it, I hope it bit her, too, because I think she wanted um, Xander out. So, I mean, how stupid that she tells Tiffany and blows that whole thing for Leanna and makes Leanna look so bad? Because I knew that was going to happen. I knew Tiffany was going to spill the tea and make her look like shit.
1: I knew it. Well, not and that's, just that. And that's, not just and that, and that's though. Shan's Tiffany fault. already knew. No, Tiffany already knew because Tiffany told Evie. No,
9: Shan told the her night. about about um the Leanna. It was all Shan's fault that Leanna that that Leanna got screwed.
1: And you know there was just Shan told so Tiffany telephone.
9: she should not have. There,
1: there was so. There was so much telephone that was going on last night. I completely forgot. Oh, you know, I lost I track like, of who was doing what. I mean, you know, well, Survivor well. has never been a game of telephone as bad as it was last night.
7: You
5: talking about and the Tribal from, Council?
1: Of course. No, not not tribal. Not tribal. I'm talking. I'm talking about back at camp. Oh, okay. Oh, I they, thought she meant tribal so council with the
9: telephone with this when this oh, one's no, no, going, no. then they're whispering, and this one, and this one, they're coming over here. It's like, oh, well, for that, heaven's sakes.
1: Well, I well, will say annoying, this. That's annoying as
9: hell, too. That's what I thought you meant. I will say this, though,
3: that after screwing Leanna, is that her uh, name? Yeah. Shan. Yeah. Shan
9: screwing Leanna, yep.
3: Okay, after Shan screwed Leanna, I hope she bought her breakfast afterwards.
9: I hope she gets screwed next. She deserves it. She needs it to come right back at her.
1: But it's 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 almost though the thing is it's it's almost like it's everybody knows now about everybody knows about everybody's advantages now. It's, well, like, it's just terrible. They need to shut advantage. their damn
9: mouth and don't tell a damn soul. Don't trust anybody. I mean it's like I'm so course, stupid. Keep your uh, mouth shut. You know? I mean, keep your Xander-
3: Xander, I will say, was pretty smart from the standpoint of, hey, she's going to play this, so I'm going to.
9: Mm-hmm. No, yeah, definitely. They were going to give it right back to her.
3: I mean, I'm just like.
9: But I knew Tiffany was going to do that. I knew Tiffany was going to take that information and then screw her with it. I knew it.
1: Well, you know, though, that's. that's- if any if anything, that's a big move by Tiffany. Because Tiffany
9: Oh look I believe. You know, I believe Steve, I know. I know this is Survivor and these are good moves. But I but I, I'm sorry, I it doesn't mean I have to like these people, okay? I know it's a well, good no. move, yeah. I I applaud their move. I just don't dig them. I'm sorry. I just don't like
7: them.
9: That's to, my prerogative.
3: I would have to say Kansas. Still, you know, I'm holding out hope for this season, but I have to say this is one of the worst seasons ever.
1: <laughs> well, I don't know about that. I don't know about that, but it's yeah,
5: I don't know about worse. Maybe,
1: seasons. The, maybe the maybe the way it's being presented. You know, with with all the twists and everything, maybe you you might have an argument there, but I wouldn't really consider it one of the worst seasons. It's not you know, one it's of the just, worst,
9: but it's definitely not one of the best.
1: Yeah, it's definitely no. not one of the best. You know, it's I just I if if I hate anything about this season, I hate the way how we're being presented or how it's yeah. being presented. Like we didn't even know until tribal council. That Xander had made a fake idol, and and he gave his real idol to Tiffany. Until we saw the flashback, after he revealed the fake idol. You know, it's like oh, you can have my fake one. <laughs> of, yeah, yeah, on it's, you know, list. It's, it's it's like you know we really would we really would have loved some build up to this before right. you actually presented it. Yeah. You know, well, and we just we just didn't get that tonight. It just came out of tonight, nowhere last night.
9: Yeah, it, exactly. Right on, like where the hell did that come from? Exactly.
1: <laughs> but I so will say, anything, on back and forth, that's what pissed me off.
4: On the back and that, forth, Melissa? I have to say, I knew I knew it was either going to be Evie or Sydney to go, but quite honestly, I didn't know all the way up until you know, the last vote that it was going to be Sydney.
3: Well, I, I, well, one thing
4: I am, I, um, I, um, you know, because I thought, wouldn't that be something if Xander had said, no, Tiffany, don't play it. Everybody thinks she's got the idols so because they didn't vote for her. And then it was like Evie. And he was like, oh, man, I'm sorry, Evie. <laughs>
7: Yeah, that that would have been
4: funny. Be,
9: that would have <laughs> been
4: that would have been kind of epic. And
9: the and it would have happened I if Sydney didn't play that. If Sydney didn't take I, that chance, she would have stayed. I she no, lost her
1: vote. No, nope. because nope. nope. I, I thought she said why. she would
9: because she lost her vote. That's what she.
1: No, I'll tell you probably, why. I'll tell you what? why we dis- we discussed this earlier. Oh, did the, you? Even even if she even if she kept her vote. If she didn't play the uh, shot in the dark and she kept her vote, she still likely would have been voted out because it would have been a five-five-three vote. If, if assuming that she would vote for uh, for Evie potentially, or maybe well, she, she would would've. have voted for Deshaun and it wouldn't or maybe she would have voted for Deshawn, and it, would have mat, it wouldn't have mattered. She still would have gone home anyways. But even for argument's sake, if she <clears throat> voted for Evie, you take a look at the people who voted for Deshaun. And it was Evie, Tiffany, and, and Xander. Now, assuming it becomes a tie between Sydney and Evie, and they have to re-vote, Evie obviously isn't going to vote for herself. Right. Xander and right. Tiffany are right. uh, Xander and Tiffany are aligned with Evie, so that right. leaves Sydney as the odd person out. So basically, Sydney got screwed regardless.
9: It didn't matter, um, right? so it, didn't, yeah, it, no, it yeah. didn't matter one way or another. Uh, I didn't think about all that, right? I, Going into it, I thought I don't care
4: which one of them goes. I know one of them's gonna go. I don't care which one. But when I got up to the tribal and they were all, and it was tie tie, and I was like, "Dang, I want Evie to go so bad." Just to,
7: to
4: yeah, just to screw them back. <laughs> yeah, Zander, <laughs> Zander <laughs> yeah. <Zander> back.
9: exactly. <laughs> I feel the same way. <laughs>
3: Now that she's been voted out, I could say this, even with Kansas here. Uh, With the COVID vaccine picture that Sydney apparently posted on, uh, you know, that they posted on Whisper that Sydney had, that told me that she wasn't going to be, she wasn't going to make it to jury. So I knew she had to be gone within the next couple of votes.
1: Well, yeah, because of the, because of the date on her pass. But, you know, uh, I mentioned this earlier before you guys called in, and it's I think this is more impressive compared to, uh, you know, what Abby did. I mean, yeah, Abby, she ended up tearing her ACL or her MCL out there on the island. Sydney Sydney entered the game with a torn meniscus and a torn ACL. And we barely saw any signs of her even, you know, having those sort of injuries. Why would she
9: have played with that? That makes no sense.
1: She should have played that. If she didn't play, because if she didn't play, there's the possibility maybe she doesn't get cast on another, you know, maybe, you know, if she has to drop out. She may not get cast on another season because, you know, she was a fit for this season, but it doesn't mean that she would be a fit for seasons coming up. So this, I'm she surprised probably that they'd even let her play though with
9: those issues. Well, I
3: mean, honestly, they that, may not
1: have even known. I mean, That's that true.
3: One, too. Yeah, that one's one of those. Uh, you really don't know because, like Adam, he was originally cast for. Uh, I'm trying to think of what season, what the name of the season was, but it was the second. Uh, blood versus water. It was blood
1: versus water.
3: Because Steve, in all mom-
9: honesty, I had a torn meniscus and I couldn't walk, so I don't know how bad her torn meniscus was. But I went through, well, like, months of, like, having the worst well, time even trying to walk meniscus. and she get up. Torn it was ACL. terrible.
1: She had a torn ACL, too, not just a torn meniscus.
9: But I can tell you just with the torn she meniscus was, 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 like, the worst. The pain is so the bad. You have problems the walking. I never saw any issues with out? her. So there's no way. I wouldn't have been able to play with just the damn torn what's meniscus. The, so I don't know.
1: What's that, Eddie?
6: Well, I mean, in part of the rehab on that, you have to you have to work through that pain to get it to work correctly again. Yes, it
9: took me it took me time or surgery. It took it took a long time even for me to see doctors to find out what the hell it actually was. They thought it was just arthritis, and it wasn't. But it was it was hell, man. It it worked its way through, which I was lucky, but it was horrible. I couldn't walk.
1: Another thing to keep in mind, though, is how torn is the meniscus, though? You know, is it fully torn? Is it partially torn? Because, I mean, I'll I give can you tell a perfect, you how bad was. perfect example. I'll, I'll give you a perfect example. My coworker, she currently, has, she currently is working with a torn meniscus, but she can still walk around. You know, she can still move. Uh, you know, she's dealing with a torn meniscus right now. That she's eventually going to, they're going to see if uh, if rehab will help it or if she has to have surgery. Um, I mean, obviously Survivor is different because you know you're going to be competing in challenges, so you got to move quick and whatnot. Uh, but that, you know, that's the weird part about it is that she had a she supposedly entered the game with a torn meniscus and a torn ACL. And yet, she I was still that. moving know. around like nothing was even wrong.
9: I question that, Steve. Truthfully, I mean, I had to wear I had to wear like you know one of those um, kn- those knee braces and everything just to be able, you know, to walk. Standing up was the worst. It took me a what? while, and then if, when I moved around, I was able – I was, I was, you know, I was kind of like limping walking, but that's the way I walked. Yep. The pain was horrible, but I always what? had it bandaged up because if <laughs> I wasn't, I wouldn't have been able to move.
3: Well, I know that – I think it was 2008 or 2009. I had a bone spur <clears throat> in my heel, and that hurt, so I can't see somebody being able to do all that. I agree. I don't I
9: don't see I, I have a hard time buying all of that. How I mean I should be able to do that. I it mean, doesn't make any sense. I mean given I mean
3: and I hate right. to sound petty. But given a lot of things with Sydney I think it's a bu- I think it's a bunch of bovine excrement. That she's handing out.
9: (laughs) I think it's me too. I agree, Teresa. I I don't buy it either. I don't buy it either. I really don't. Because I know how much pain I was in with my damn torn meniscus. There's no way. And then you're going to do competitions too with that? Please. (laughs) Hell no. I mean, it just seemed like something
3: convenient to be, you know, because it was like, I mean, she to me the wrong way when she said, oh, they hate me because they're not me. Yeah, she but was she the one thought... that was
9: in love with herself, right?
3: Yeah. She's the one okay. who basically thought her poop didn't stink.
8: Mm-hmm.
7: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well,
9: the Is more we're talking and about her, I'm glad it was her that was voted out because it sounds like she's a bunch of BS. And then, uh, right.
3: accent, and then her exit, and then her exit speech that she gave at the end. Maybe want to throw my remote at the TV. exit <laughs> uh. <That's> speech? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Quiet. Everything's quiet. Yeah, I I was is right they, to say, Don't, know, is don't Steve everybody speak at once.
9: Steve well, I I, have, I
3: was reading an email and I didn't hear whose exit speech you were talking about, Sydney.
9: Sydney. Oh,
3: I didn't. I didn't see any of that. I mean, well, last, last night. She, yeah, she was basically saying, "Well, I'm glad I'm not on the jury because then I don't have to see these people ever again." Oh and yeah, I'm I do remember that. I am <laughs> and I was just like, I kind of threw up a little bit in my mouth.
1: <laughs> All right, She's guys. Uh, we have that she got voted out. You guys, we, sure. have, uh, we have Austin joining us on the line now. Hi, Austin. Uh, hey, hey, Austin. Austin, welcome, uh, welcome to tonight's show. Uh, thank you. We've basically been discussing. Uh, you know the clusterfuck, I guess you could say, that we saw last night with, uh, oh, with yeah. <laughs> all of the advantage, all the advantages, all the <clears throat> you know the uh, all the telephone that was being played back at tribal, or I mean back at camp. Uh, <clears throat> the you know the hourglass twist uh, mm-hmm. officially coming into play. I mean, give us your thoughts on on everything that we saw last night, Austin. Does it seem like it's kind of
2: becoming a little a little too overkill? Hmm. Okay. So, so the story about uh, why I'm late tonight. Um, I wasn't supposed to uh, work today, but then I was called in to close, and I didn't have time to watch the episode before I went. But I, I, I like. Last night I had checked. I had checked to see who got voted out and what the votes were with everything. What got played, and I was, I was going to be like, okay, maybe I don't need to watch it. I, I maybe I can just kind of watch, read a recap or two, and see. And then I was like, I'm doing it. It's like there's so many things. I was like, I I don't really know if I'm going to be able to understand unless I watch it. Um, I um like the 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 thing with uh erica smashing the hourglass that was obvious um i wasn't expecting erica just go with her former tribe though and i was also surprised to see how like how much it um liana's game blew up because she she seems to be a smart player and then it it just uh that one episode was definitely her worst yet. And then the tribal council, like I didn't, I didn't, when I was looking at the votes, I didn't know why everybody voted with, voted the way they did. Um And then we did see a few advantages get played, but uh yeah, it was, it was kind of all over the place. And I, I feel like that even the preview for next week, it, it feels like the merge is, it's gonna be a very uh, fluid merge. I can I can see this cast being very cutthroat and like I can see a lot of betrayals coming up because it doesn't feel like there's gonna be a lot of trust with this group of people. Uh-uh. No. Yeah. I mean, doesn't it, doesn't it yeah. seem like doesn't it seem like war has
1: officially been declared after last night? Like. Oh yeah. <laughs> with how with how with with how it basically ended up being a three-way a three-way vote that
7: mm-hmm.
1: you know it's 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 almost like this the rest of this season may become so unpredictable the fact that all of these advantages are out in the open now you know so everybody is going to have to maneuver around each specific advantage that that they know of and maybe some advantages that people may not know of you know it's mm-hmm. it's almost like you could you could almost consider the entire rest of this season to be completely up in the air besides yeah. besides what Jim has already told us Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, it it just essentially draw a name it, out of the it, 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 hat it, 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 each round.
1: <laughs> yeah, you, you know th- this 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 game just isn't the Survivor that we all remember. The Survivor that we all no. know.
5: Not
1: at all.
5: No, definitely not.
1: I mean, it's one thing for okay. You know, maybe you introduce a a specific twist for a specific season. That's one thing like, okay, edge of extinction. They introduced for the edge (coughs) of extinction season, uh, redemption Island. They introduced for redemption Island and, uh, South Pacific. Yeah. Okay. Fine. But now you have all these, like, because it's a 20, a 29 day season, it's almost like they decided, okay, now we have to all of a sudden become Big Brother and throw out twist after twist after <laughs> twist after twist after I twist, twist in order to single. keep the in order to keep the fans attention spans on point. Mm-hmm. Right.
7: Okay.
5: There
1: has to be a like, twist it, every, like, uh, every uh
5: every night every night.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's almost like Survivor now thinks that their fans have the attention span of a goldfish. We're literally—it's—they—they—they see—they see what happens in one episode, but then they're like, "Oh, I'm now bo- I'm now bored I'm I'm bored with with how the game is going now. I want to see something new this next episode," and it's it's almost like it's almost like they're t- they're treating us like we have the attention span of a goldfish at this point.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's that.
1: But I think that, you know, just the one thing that really pisses me off is the fact that, you know, I even po- you know, as uh, Austin, you were looking back, you were looking back at the at the uh, episode thread and you probably saw, you know, I literally posted at one point. What the fuck is going on here? Because, <laughs> yeah, <really. laughs> I was literally so confused there's all this stuff that's being thrown around at us with no exposition. You know, there's a whole bunch of exposition being thrown around at us with no explanation whatsoever Mm -hmm. that it's like, okay, where are they going with this? You know, is this going to be the story that they go, that they go through the rest of the episode with, or is this going to be the story that they focus on? Or maybe it'll be this. That they'll focus on, and then you know the reveal at Tribal, like, oh, uh, no, I don't have an idol, but here you can you can have this fake one, (laughs) and then then he reveals then he reveals that it was given to Tiffany. We we were never even shown that. Yeah, exactly. It was revealed at Tribal. It's like. What the hell is going on with this with, <laughs> with with this show? To where all of a sudden the edits are now taking place? To where it's it's like uh, almost like they're treating it like a murder mystery, like oh whodunit, who done <laughs> it?
2: If he doesn't have the idol, who has it? Yeah. Well, they're trying to be like Scooby Doo with the monster theme thief, so <laughs> they have to have the mystery in there.
1: Yeah, and you know what? The show would have gotten away with it, too, if it weren't for you meddling
7: fans. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: And, you know, I've already mentioned this, of course, earlier tonight, but to top it all off, Austin, now all of a sudden, I'm sure maybe maybe you've seen this this article or not, Uh, Mm -hmm. but now Probst all of a sudden has an idea. Okay, so we have, uh, uh, you know, we ha- we, we've introduced so many twists and, uh, and whatnot in 41 seasons of Survivor. Why don't we sort of revisit an old twist but put a little bit of a spin on it? If you remember the Outcast twist where two players got to go back into the game, No, let's instead try to bring back five players. Now, we'll tell them at the beginning of the season, we'll tell them at the beginning of the season, hey, the first five players will all have one opportunity to get back in the game. And then we'll march them all in uh, when that day arrives will explain that they will compete together as a tribe in one epic challenge against six random players still remaining in the game. Now, if those five win, one of them will earn their way back into the game. However, then that group of five would have to choose one more player who's still in the game to join their tribe in the competition. And here's where the fuckery begins. If the previously eliminated group of five if the previously eliminated group of five plus their chosen player were to win, they would all be back in the game. But if they lose, they leave for good and that includes the player in the game that they chose to play with them.
3: W T F the
1: hell
2: yeah, that's a twist. Does Jeff, Jeff already probes. forget how much people hated the Edge of Extinction? He's gonna say like that and think people are gonna like that. <laughs> I know exactly.
3: You know, uh, this is the conspiracy theorist in me. But my but one theory in all of this is that Prose is probably done with the show, but. The show was so popular, so it's like, hey, let's make the show as mm-hmm. as we can so people will stop watching, and then we could can cancel the
2: show. That's what it sounds no, like. <laughs> uh,
1: they wouldn't self-sabotage like that. They wouldn't self-sabotage like Big Brother uh, did this season. <laughs> they wouldn't be stupid enough to do that. Because, <laughs> you know, Jim, Jim has stated it before that if – Uh, You know, if Survivor, if Jeff Probst ends up leaving the show, because he can leave whenever he wants, if he ends up leaving the show, then the show would basically cease to exist, that they're not going to go with a replacement host. So, you know, Probst doesn't have to self-sabotage his own show when he can literally leave whenever he wants. Now, the thing is, with this new twist, though, it's obviously it's not going to be on this season. But he did tease Mm -hmm. that there is another big twist towards the end of the game this year, uh, this season, which Jim has officially posted in uh, Survivor Whisper's premiere. But, of course, I'm not going to mention what it is. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to leave it up to Jim to... To talk about that if he ever does on the uh, on the show when he comes back next week uh, but mm-hmm. yeah let's just say uh, if we thought this hourglass twist was jumping the shark this <laughs> other twist yeah jumping the ocean don't really I don't really know how to describe it. I'll just leave mm-hmm. it at that. <laughs> well but,
3: on that happy note I'm yeah. gonna sign off. I gotta go to bed. I will see you all Good night, night. Hey, Reggie. Good, Good
9: night. night. Have a great right. rest well, of your you. week and a wonderful weekend girlfriend. I will, well, thank, thank you
3: y'all. For us, you girl. have a happy bye bye. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. Right.
1: Well, you know, we do have 22 minutes left. Uh, if anybody hasn't called in yet, anybody that may be listening, Tim, I know you're listening in the chat room. Uh, yeah. You can call in, 657-383-1308. Uh, we will be going into the overtime hour. Hopefully, I don't get disconnected. Uh, and, you know, we can uh, we can have a whole other hour of survivor talk or you know, if there's anything else that ends up, uh, that ends up coming up that, you know, needs to be talked about, you know, we can talk about that, but, um, actually real quick before, uh, before we do continue, um, let me see, let me bring up, what do I have in my notes here? Um. Oh, okay. So, you know, Austin, we we saw everything that, and I, you know, I brought this up earlier. Uh, so, uh, I want to get your thoughts on this, but um, I mean, with all the telephone that's being played at, back at camp. Mm-hmm. It almost seems like there's only a select few people. I mean, there were there are some people that are participating in that telephone, but they're participating in a way that benefits themselves. Uh, you know, there, there are a few people who are kind of keeping to themselves, you know, like Ricard. And uh, actually, Ricard is probably the one person, I think, who really kept it to himself and didn't, you know all he did was he brought up the idea of maybe taking out Evie because he believed that nasir has an idol um yeah but who who do you think right now is playing the smartest game at the w- with where things stand right now um,
2: it it's it's kind of. Hard to say. like um i'm just tr- trying to th- think of uh like it, it does um i know uh xander uh evie and and tiffany are like are, are like kind of on the on the bottom but you can't really fault them for staying loyal to their their group i I was honestly I um I, I, I think uh Shan had a pretty good episode. She 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 seems to have been able to step kind of like into back into a leadership and it doesn't look like she's being overbearing about it. Um I, I think uh Deshaun had a pretty uh, decent episode like you he, he can you can see how like he uh he's been like thinking about his the game's been on his mind from day one like he he was like considering throwing the challenge early on and then he was he was really one of the people who was like kind of leading the charge i feel at travel council is like oh who should we go vote for and and, and it's it, it's really hard to say because like they kept on even at Tribal Council they kept on flipping the plan. It's like Evie or uh, Sydney, but um, you know those 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 are a few of the people. Like I think Deshaun, Shan, um, those are two people who stuck out in my mind. And like Xander, I just say had had a pretty pretty good episode. He's in he's in the underdog position now, but like. Even even if it was, I agree with you. Steve, it was kind of like weird how they they showed the idol, I, I think his his making people believe that okay, yeah, I'm definitely playing the idol for Abby, and then and him avoiding it, avoiding Liana taking it, and then he didn't even have to play it. I think that was a good episode for him. He, he it'll definitely be uh, interesting to see where his game goes from here, but. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think he had a pretty good episode, uh, for his circumstances. Uh, Granted he was safe. So I guess that, that has, I, I, I forgot about half the people having immunity. So that, that obviously helped, but, um, I think given his circumstances, he, he played, uh, Hey, no, another thing we talked about
1: actually, uh, and I brought up this, uh, I brought up this, this possibility earlier, uh, would it have you know with uh, with the hourglass twist? Would it have been better if maybe Erica had the opportunity if she wanted to reverse back time instead of making everybody lose immunity? Maybe she could take the place of one of those who had immunity. Like for example, say she replaced mm-hmm. Sydney with herself, so she would have immunity, and Sydney would then have to compete for immunity. I mean, would that have been a better way to go about that instead of just, oh, uh, let's undermine the entire purpose of a merge uh, immunity challenge, and let's just make the losers into winners and the winners into losers.
2: Yeah, I think that would actually definitely be a more fair way to do because like... uh, um that would mean that whoever basically puts the least effort into uh basically getting to know erica or like whoever made erica dislike them for whatever reason it that it it, that would be more a more fair way to do because like you could tell like danny was like really ticked off like he (laughs) He was basically like a visual a visual representation of what basically almost all the fans thought of the twist. It's like winning the challenge meant nothing for them except except for the beast, but so I think that would have been more much more fair way to to deal with that twist.
1: Melissa, what are your what are your thoughts on last night? Who do you think uh who do you think came out of last night? as you know in the driver's seat who do you think uh is actually playing the game right now
4: um obviously xander and tiffany are playing the game evie as smart as everybody wants to think she is she's kind of Um, she's kind of following. She's not leading. Mm -hmm. Um, Shan is good. I'm not as impressed with Deshaun. Um, Danny's kind of turned out to be kind of a whiny, (laughs) for lack of another word. And... So I would say the big leaders last night had to have been um, Xander and Tiffany. Um, yeah, But I don't know. I mean, I, I do have to say that uh, or I have to ask if everybody saw the look on Ricard's face when he found out he wasn't safe anymore it was kind of like he was in this he had this smile on his face like he always does he always like looks at the camera and smiles and looks at Jeff and smiles or whatever
2: <laughs> but
4: last night it was kind of like uh <laughs> what
2: <laughs> i, 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 oh I noticed God. in that that, that... I, I didn't, I didn't catch that that his expression for that, but I I remember when Jim posted that picture of that spoiler, who like what happened with the the, the twist and like everybody on the the team had, that has dropped their buffs was like was all upset and then you see Jensen this year with a big smile on his face like as always. <laughs> mm.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, how about that? You know, the fact that CBS the ending of, you know, the result of the twist before it even Mm -hmm. aired, like literally immediately after last week's episode aired, they posted the press photos for this week's episode, and you already knew that, that, uh, Mm
7: -hmm.
1: you know, Erica had already smashed the hourglass. I mean, my God, you you know, you want to talk about, you want to talk about, uh, you know, not leaving the viewers in suspense or those, that, you know, those who actually pay attention. I mean, my God, uh, JB, wh- what are your thoughts? You know, who, who do you think came out of this week as, you know, maybe having control over the game? Because, I mean, let's keep in mind, there's 11 people left you know there's plenty of gameplay left uh but who do you think came out of this week with you know the the thought that okay you know maybe perhaps i'm i'm going to be able to sort of sink into uh sink into this game and you know start to take over the driver's seat I said him. JB. Uh oh, I think uh, JB may either have us on mute or maybe he stepped away from the phone. Um, you know, let's let's uh, we'll we'll go we'll go back to JB. Uh, let's let's move on to Eddie. Eddie, you know, same question. What are your thoughts on on how last night unfolded? You know, who do you think uh, may be in the driver's seat at this point? Are we 0 for 2? I'm on now okay you know what we'll go back to JB now uh JB i don't know if you heard the i don't know if you heard the question uh that i that i had uh, posed to you but um you know after last night's episode who do you think uh left just just based off of what we saw from last night who do you think is in the driver's seat at this point even with with there being 11 left
5: I'm gonna come up with uh three people that I think that are in the driver's seat. One is Ricard for 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 now. The other one is Nasir and the other one is uh Liana. Really? Of even the,
1: after even even after that misplay you think you think Liana's in the driver's seat?
5: I think so. I think Nasir wow. is more in the driver I think Nasir is more in driver's seat over uh Liana. So if there was one player that I would say I think Nasir. All
1: right, uh Eddie, are you back? Maybe he hung up. No, he's still connected. Oh, he is he? he saw my phone
6: to... muted. I'm here. We know okay. <laughs> We know the next two boots. We know the next two people that get booted. It's been all don't over the tell Internet. Me, please
9: don't say. Don't say.
6: Well, so we know Leanne is not in the driver's seat. Uh, we know she's not in the driver's seat. We know Deshaun's paying a very, very, good game for Xander and Tiffany to be going after him So, but they're not showing it we know that Deshaun is the one that breaks up the Black Alliance but they're not showing yet how that happens uh, we, we we know that the player that's really playing the game because I mean we already know it's Tiffany and Xander They're they're playing tough and we know we know where they're going to end up Uh, We don't really know, because of Erica's edit, uh, you know, how that's going to play out. We do know that, you know, Jim said she made, be aware she made fire, told us a lot right there. So uh, we know, I mean, it's obvious who the final three are, but uh, how that comes about is another matter. Ricard, I agree, is playing a very he's playing he's playing like an old timer. Uh so he is playing a good game. Uh I I like how he's playing. I might not like what he stands for or what he does, but I do think he's playing a tough game. Evie uh, uh Abby has no idea what's going on. She's in the wind. Uh So I can see why she and Liana go on their little kindergarten, change my diaper routine at at Ponderosa. It's ridiculous that, I mean, they obviously haven't watched Survivor before that much, uh, especially for what they're going to do in Ponderosa. It's ridiculous. Uh, Shame on them. Shame on them for playing such a childish, stupid game, Uh, both of them. Leanna needs to be put in the corner and have her diaper changed. Uh, and the same for Evie, the more I'm watching it, because knowing what we know. Uh, it's ridiculous. Their gameplay is stupid. And it's going to come back and bite them in the face in the next three episodes. We know that. Uh, anyway, I just, you know how I feel, Steve. I, I'm I'm like you. You cited it very well. What the fuck? Uh, this edit is all over the place. Come on, boy. Uh, it's very manipulative. It's it's very very manipulative. And again, Kelly gave us a hint today. We know we're not seeing. They're showing us what they want, and they're splicing it together for the way they want it to show. So the only thing we do know is that Xander, Tiffany, and DeSean are playing a damn good game.
1: Yeah, but we're not being – like you said, we're not being shown the full aspect as to, as to you know, how they're exactly playing the game. You know, what's going on. – we're only seeing little bits and pieces. Um, yeah.
6: Kansas, yeah. what are, your, and, th- what uh, are your thoughts? Heather's way back in the back. You know, we've yet to see Heather really play the game, except for that fantastic thing they did on her. Uh, we yeah. we've yet to really see her gameplay
1: yeah and actually she was pretty non-existent last night actually she was she was pretty non-existent she was if i like if i didn't know that she was uh that she was a cast member to begin with i wouldn't have realized that she was even on the show
6: correct so why have they hidden her so far back in the back? What's going to happen? What's coming up in the next, you know, in the final six? Well, what is it? You know, telling that's us? a
1: good question. You know, it could be one of those scenarios where maybe she's in.
3: Now, sit down.
5: I can't hear
6: anybody else. All right, I'm here. I'm here. Okay. Uh,
1: Sorry guys, I got disconnected for some reason. Um, Even though after I had voiced that question to Austin earlier, uh, you know I had reconnected back then, but apparently Blog Talk decided to disconnect me just (laughs) now. Uh, So I'm back.
5: Disconnect in uh, another four
1: minutes. Yeah, I know. Hopefully uh, I do not get disconnected and um, actually, you know what? Just for good measure... Uh, actually, no, that won't even work anyways. Um, yeah, just hopefully, uh, you know, if if the show ends up ending early, uh, just know it's not my fault. You can blame it on Block talk. Uh, mm-hmm. But... Uh, Kansas, what are your thoughts on, on, uh, you know, how, what we saw out of last night's episode, you know, with there being 11 I'm just really sad left.
9: right now hearing, I didn't want to know, Eddie. I'm so sad Leanna's going next week. <laughs> please, please give me a heads up. I don't know. You didn't hear me saying, please don't Wait, say anything. She's... Please let me know Wait, next time. Because I didn't want to, I, I, I just muted myself for a while because I heard that. <laughs>
1: Wait, she's, got, she's going next week? I.
9: That's exactly the never... way he said it. <laughs> it's very obvious he's leaving next week. I didn't know that, so I'm not happy because I feel well, bad you know, I she babe, got screwed so badly. I don't want to hear any more who's leaving. I don't want to know. But I, the one person, <laughs> I'll just say this real quick, the one person that really stood out to me that I felt they gave the best edit to was Xander.
1: Mm-hmm. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I'll far. leave it at that. I, I feel I
9: feel he could be the winner. Just from what I watched tonight, I just had the he, they gave him that winner's edit. So for me, it felt like I have a feeling he might win.
1: You know, uh you know, here's one thing here's one thing I'll say. Uh just because it may look like Leanna may potentially leave next doesn't mean it will happen because remember Brad uh, nobody, nobody saw Brad leaving when he did. You know, everybody thought it was probably going to be JD or uh, or Nasir. Actually, a lot of people thought that Nasir's time was coming, and Nasir is uh, is is in the merge. So, well, from what
9: Eddie was saying, two people are going to be voted out next week. So one of them definitely is Leanna.
6: Is there two? No, I, I that, don't know think... what I said, but I won't say what I said because it would spoil it. Uh I I did say Leanna, but I no. With the other the I, I can't say anything.
9: Yeah, don't that yeah, don't okay. don't say nothing. Don't say nothing. I'm I'm sad because <laughs> I felt she got screwed so badly. I would rather see Shan going before her, but that's not gonna happen, so oh
1: well. <laughs> You know, you know. Though when you think about it, though, yeah, maybe, yeah, she got screwed. But at the same time, it's kind of her own undoing because she opened her damn call. mouth instead of instead of well, keeping things quiet. she trusted, she quiet,
9: trusted you know? Shan. She trusted Shan. Mm-hmm.
7: Yeah.
9: And I can see that being. That, I mean, how many times have any of us haven't we haven't we known somebody? That was like a shant, you know, in our minds that we thought we could really trust, and we could be honest with them, and then they screwed us over. Hasn't? I mean, is any? And that had to have happened to, to y'all sometime in your life with somebody, you know, where there's somebody that you met, and you might have told them something personal, or you know, private, and then boom, it's out there. Especially in high school, that happens a lot. But you yeah, know, seriously.
6: You know.
1: You know, I mean there was there was know,
6: that, uh, that's what, Kansas, that's how she's playing the game. She's she's letting everyone know her business. She's she's playing like she's in a diaper. You know? <laughs> Please change my diaper. <laughs> and then she's gonna throw a big fit at Ponderosa <laughs> that's because
7: that's
6: they didn't change her diaper. So she's gonna throw her <laughs> mouth all over the place at Ponderosa. She's just a baby. She she doesn't know what she's doing. Uh, I liked her at first, but the more I've seen of how she's played, and then what knowing what she's going to do, I don't respect the woman
1: one bit. Yeah, you know, when you think about it, though, you think about. Uh, and by the way, Tim, you have uh, you have officially pulled off your Houdini act uh, this week. You have
7: uh, <laughs>
1: officially joined us for the after show, um, however long it may be, depending on blog talk. Uh, mm-hmm. You have officially joined us, uh, hey, Tim. So, hey. I, you know, I, w- I want to get your thoughts first, Tim, because you know you're our you're one of our resident survivor experts in the uh, whispers mm-hmm. groups. I mean, this is I don't think we have seen a season that has been so hectic in such a short amount of time. I mean, this. This was probably one of the craziest two-part merge episodes that we've that we've seen in Survivor history.
7: Yeah, Hmm.
1: I will say
8: I even though that episode was wild, I hated the two twists that that were the main centerpieces to the episode. Like those were so such unfair twists. I cannot even mm-hmm. begin to describe my hatred for them. Like right, that's some straight up bullshit.
1: I mean, you know, it's it. One of the one of the big things about every Survivor season is making the merge, and you know, getting the chance to win that first individual immunity, or in this case, it was, you know, multiple individual immunities, uh, and you know it. It pretty much seems like with this hourglass twist, basically ripped away from, from all of them, and it's and it's almost like it's sort of like what uh, what Stephen Fishbach said on Twitter last week. You know, <laughs> the it's basically advocating that winning individual immunity doesn't matter when it all can be taken away. Uh, on the smashing uh, at, at the smashing of a uh, of an hourglass.
8: Exactly, with these twists, Jeff is encouraging you to suck as a player.
1: <laughs> no, it's true, because you know Erica came and de- uh, well, actually, she wasn't even she wasn't even picked. Her, her and the mm-hmm. both drew the uh, the gray rock, uh, or the white rock, or silver rock, whatever the hell they want to call it. Uh, but you know, it's it is encouraging people that, okay, you know, you can suck, and all of a sudden you get a magical prize. Right? <laughs> like, come on. That's some crap. And like,
8: and I n- saw, like, I have never been so pissed about twists before in my life, and I'm thankful that at least one of them backfired.
1: And Tim, you know just like just like Austin, you've played in our Whispers games before. What is the one thing Jim has always told us when it comes to advantages when you get an advantage? Well, it's yours that's
8: what it is.
7: like
8: when i when you get an advantage, it's yours unless you give it to somebody else so. that's the way it's been in our games.
1: And it's always fair. Well, it's not just that, but the biggest the biggest thing is is that you know, kind of like Liana's Liana's twist was not or Liana's advantage was knowledge is power. Well, uh-huh. it's the same thing. It's the same thing on the flip side. Yeah, knowledge is power. You are the only person that knows that you have your advantage. If you tell somebody else, even if it's your closest ally. Yeah, that power yeah. goes away. Exactly, and I think this may have been one of the biggest games of of Camp Telephone that I think we may have seen in Survivor history. Right, with what we saw take place in last night's episode. I mean, have you seen, out of any Survivor season, have you seen so much talk go around about who has an advantage? How do we maneuver this advantage? It just seemed way too complex last night that I I pretty much posted in the Whisper's uh, Whispers chat just what the fuck is going on here. (laughs) Yeah, but I will say Xander played
8: that very, very well. I agree. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, he definitely he definitely did. He was. I I was not You know,
8: I was expecting him to pass it off to like Abby, but I didn't see Tiffany come. Him passing
6: it off to Tiffany. Like that. No, I saw that the minute. I saw that right when I right off the bat. I called that one. I. I,
8: I knew he was going to give
2: it away. I just didn't. I, I just thought it was going to be to Abby. Good thing he didn't. She would have played it right, right then and there. Look, with how anxious he was, like. Mhm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and then not just that, not just that, but also, Tiffany revealed that she had the idol.
7: Mhm.
1: Yeah. Wouldn't the, wouldn't people have then redirected votes onto her? Well she she, thinks, she was oh, immune. You know, maybe... Oh crap, that's right, yeah. You know what? I'm yeah, I I forgot about that too. <laughs> yeah. But it's I mean, it was just ridiculous from what we saw last night. And plus Tim, I don't know if you were listening. <laughs> Uh, when when we talked about there's another advantage that Jeff Probst wants to introduce in a future season that would basically be a twist on the Outcast twist, but instead of two people coming back, five people would get the chance to come back. However, if they lose that challenge, then the person inside the game that's still in the game that hasn't been voted out, that they chose as their sixth member of their of their prospective tribe if they lose not only would all of them be eliminated but so would that person that was still in the game
8: yeah that just uh, that sounds way too complicated and stupid
5: unfair yeah
1: I mean, doesn't it seem? And, and plus, prop's also hyped up uh, that there will be a twist uh, coming up later this season, which you know I'm I'm not going to mention on here. I'm going to let Jim reveal that whenever he decides to do so. Uh, but. You know it's it's it, doesn't it almost feel like this show is almost turning into Big Brother where they think mm-hmm. that they're they think that their fan base has the attention span of a goldfish that now they have to they have to throw in uh something new every single week in order to keep people uh interested,
4: yeah, I mean I can
1: see it. I mean, you know it's like what happened to the show that we all used to know and love it It doesn't look like classic survivor
6: uh-oh probes is obviously sick. I mean look at him he's he's a skeleton he's it, pasty looking uh he's obviously ill. <laughs> you wonder what's wrong with him does. Yeah, dementia. He looks like he he looks like he has cancer and he's on chemo. That's how he looks.
9: Y'all don't think it could be COVID?
6: No, not with not the way he's no, looking. No. I I that's how my, my partner looked when he was dying when he was doing the chemo. Uh wow. no he if, looks if like he's COVID, on chemo.
1: If it was COVID he wouldn't even be allowed on set he would have to quarantine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... Yeah.
9: Uh, you're right. I'm
1: not even thinking. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and not, not just him. that, but they would probably... Not just that, they would probably have to shut down production, too. Because mm-hmm. that's what... Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, he's the host. But, you know, that's what they did for uh, the challenge uh, on MTV a couple of seasons ago. Somebody came down with COVID Uh, a crew member came down with COVID and they ended up having to shut down production until that person came out of quarantine until they all quarantined. Well, Tim, I'll give it to, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you here. Your uh, Houdini act uh, lasted a whole nine minutes because we have now lost (laughs) him uh, on the Uh after show here. So if vlog talk is already starting uh, with uh, this tomfoolery, who knows how much longer we'll be on here. Um, (laughs) But, all right, well, you know what? Let's just go based off of what we've seen. I mean, Eddie, you know, obviously you you already know what's, or you have a pretty good idea of what's coming up. Uh, You know, why don't we start with Melissa. Melissa, who do you think is in the most trouble in this next episode? Because we've seen, uh, for the preview, we saw so many names get thrown around that it's almost like, you know, like I mentioned earlier, almost like a whodunit.
4: Okay, I think... I actually think that Xander may be in trouble, but he'll he can get out of it. I'm thinking Evie is in trouble. Erica could, Erica be, in could be, in trouble. be in
1: trouble. Yeah. Yeah. So Evie and Erica
4: yeah, yeah.
1: All right, JB, what are your, what are your thoughts? Who do you think, uh, may be in trouble?
5: I'm think I was thinking, uh, I was thinking every, uh, also.
1: Okay. You think it, you think it's Abby, um. Yeah. Is there, is there anybody anybody else that you that you might be thinking? Um.
5: And I already I already told you earlier. I thought Nasir was in the driver's seat. Um. I'll go with Evie and maybe (laughs) Sidney.
1: Wait, who? Evie and... Yeah,
5: why did I put a little... thing by, uh, Sydney. Um, Sydney,
1: Sydney's already out.
5: <laughs> yeah. i um, I was wondering, I was wondering why this, why the, uh, smirk. Uh, I'm just, I'm going to go with Evie. I don't have any okay. other uh, person that might go. I'll go with Evie. I think it's her.
1: Okay. I mean that that would kind of make sense considering uh the fact that she was going to be the main target this week and I mean who knows, you know, maybe maybe they try that whole thing again and we have the same uh the same masquerade going around with the idol. And whether or not it'll be used on Evie um, let's see if I can bring this up uh bring this up here uh Eddie, you think it you think it's Liana next week?
6: yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Liana next week,
1: all right, Teresa, what are your thoughts? Who do you think will be uh who do you think is in is in the most trouble uh
3: probably uh evie or liana because the fact that they got her to use her uh advantage to flush it out
1: at the same time though wouldn't that be uh wouldn't that be uh a good thing like okay you know we flushed out her advantage you know there's probably there there's possibly going to be uh going to be other people that we would have to keep in mind before before her
3: yeah that's uh that makes sense But uh I could see uh, possibly uh I don't see Deshaun going this week. But I do see him going pretty soon. Maybe Nasir.
1: Nasir. Wow, so that would so that would mean that he would have to be essentially blindsided, right? He he would have to be blindsided and not uh, not be able to use his idol. Uh, I forgot about the idol. I have no. Well, point. I mean, it's you know, it's possible. It's possible that he could get uh, he could get blindsided. I mean, we saw you know we we saw how on the outs he seemed to be when it came to the, when it came to the strategy at tribal where at one point he was even talking about voting for about voting for Deshaun. So, you know, it is possible that maybe perhaps uh, he wouldn't see a, uh, he wouldn't see a potential vote coming his way. Uh, Austin, what are your thoughts? Who do you think is uh, is probably in the most trouble next week?
2: Uh, yeah, so a lot of people have been saying Evie. I think I, I think that's my top pick because uh, Xander still has his idol. I may, I'm a, I'm assuming that Tiffany's just gonna give it back to him. So he, I, I think he's he's gonna be a contender to win individual immunity. Um, he's He's athletic, and so I think he could either pull it out. But if he doesn't, I think he there's a good chance uh, he he would play his idol. And if they split the votes out, I, I think they'd be. It see, um, it seems like Evie's a bit more paranoid, and it seems like Tiffany's just kind of like she's flying more into the radar. So I don't necessarily think they're gonna be looking at her. Um, in the immediate future, uh, so I think if if it came down to a split vote between Xander and Evie, I, I think Xander would definitely play his idol, and Evie would go. But I also think I'm also agreeing with Teresa when uh, I think this year has an outside chance of being blindsided because he's even if he's uh, he was kind of like a swing vote the last travel council. It's like. He's never really been in the core Luvu Alliance. Like I know Danny and uh, Deshaun at one point were trying to bring him in, but he wasn't really totally on board with that. So I think if it's common knowledge that he has an idol, plus he's been good at challenges, he's likable. They could be like, okay, let's let's pretend like we're gonna. Like blindside one of these uh, Yasa people, try to get the idol out, but also get him out with his idol, and potentially splash out two idols in one uh, one tribal. So I think it's, I, I feel it's definitely going to be heavier next year. All
1: right, Can- Kansas, did I, uh, did, I, did, I uh, you, did I already ask you? Um, Who you thought would be honestly, in, uh, in the most trouble?
9: Honestly, I mean, I think Eddie knows his stuff, so I'm, I'm sadly gonna say Leanna.
1: <laughs> you know, I I just I just don't see Leanna for some reason. I,
7: I'd rather. I mean, it obviously be we're,
1: you know, we're probably gonna have an episode where she blows up at uh where she blows up at Shan. uh You know for essentially costing her the opportunity to uh you know to play the uh the advantage correctly but i think it was uh you know what was said earlier that evie is Mm -hmm. so paranoid that Mm -hmm. you know she she didn't even fully trust that xander's plan was going to work last night I think it's a possibility. I think it's a distinct possibility that maybe Evie, you know, with how loose she's been with her words, that maybe perhaps she ends up slipping up and ultimately it ends up costing her Mm
7: -hmm.
1: next week. Based off of, just based off of how, I mean, obviously, when, you know, when you're paranoid, you're bound to make mistakes. And, you know, I, I mean, granted, she did almost go home last night. Uh, but, you know, she, I don't know. It, ju- it just seems like with all of the editing that has been, uh, that had been shown heading uh, heading up to the merge, you know, there's even uh, Tiffany has grown uh, has grown untrustworthy of her, as had uh, Xander at one point. You know, it's entirely possible that you know Tiffany may just decide, you know, okay, we may need to cut her loose because mm-hmm. may, maybe Evie does something this upcoming this upcoming week that. Essentially, threatens uh, the entire rest of the Yassa tribe game. To where they're like, if they do decide to target Yassa, because that's what it looks like, the minor, uh, the the minority alliances right now. So if they do decide to target Yassa, I mean, obviously, I would think that Xander. If Tiffany does give back his idol, I would think that if Xander doesn't win individual immunity, he would either use it on himself or, uh, you know, Tiffany would end up using it on herself. So that would obviously leave Liana and, uh, you know, Evie out there. And with Liana still... Technically, she has an in with Shan. Depending on how this goes to open up next week's show, she does technically have an in with Shan. So, mm-hmm. and you know, with the whole black alliance, the whole black alliance, you know, they're not gonna vote anybody out just yet. Uh, mm-hmm. Based off of what we've seen from them, I would think that Evie is. Probably, in my opinion, Evie would probably be the primary target if Yasa has to eat their own. You know, especially especially with Xander having immunity and Tiffany, something tells me that she that, – because right now she has an extra vote and she also has Xander's immunity idol. Something tells me sooner or later that idol is probably going to come into play And I wouldn't be shocked Mm -hmm. if she ends up using it this next, uh, you know, this next episode with how unpredictable uh, they're, you know, they're hyping it up to be. But, you know, of those remaining, I mean, you know, Eddie, Eddie said it earlier, you know, we have no idea what the hell is going on with Heather (laughs) <laughs> Heather could be one of the, Heather could be one of those cases to where maybe she, maybe she's one of the next boots or maybe she's, you know, the more I think about it, the less it looks like she, cause I know we were talking about her potentially being in the final three, uh, in previous podcasts, which can, uh, Kansas at the time you were on the air when, when, uh, this was being discussed. um, you know, Jim had, had mentioned Heather uh, as one of the possibilities. Um, I'm almost wondering if maybe Heather is getting that, because you, you know how people love to dissect this game and, you know, the edits and whatnot, and a lot of people, if they don't see a lot of somebody, usually that means, okay, maybe there's more story to come with her and whatnot and you know she got emotional content with her breaking down uh after not being able to uh not being able to finish the challenge and whatnot uh you know people have been thinking okay maybe maybe that's part of her story to build to build her up into a final three spot now I'm kind of thinking that Heather isn't even going to make the final 3 because at some point you start to see you start to see story come out for the final mm-hmm. 3 and the fact that Heather the fact that two merge episodes came around and there was absolutely nothing from Heather it's a bad sign You know, that that pretty much just tells me okay, she you can almost essentially put her out of the running for a potential uh you know, for a potential final three spot. Yeah, so I
2: saw the confessional count. She only has two confessionals and I think the last one she got was like maybe episode three or episode four. It was when she had the breakdown. That's when that that was her last mm-hmm. confessional. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I I think it, it's looking like she'll she'll make it far enough so that they can at least spend some time showing a bit of her, but like you said, Steve, it's they're not making a storyline for her to go to the end. It's looking more like maybe like uh like around five or six I think it looks like. And we got to remember the whole thing
6: about the the men concerned that the women are going to vote them off, and that that was yeah. shown. I mean, they're, they're, it's going to be a woman next week that goes. Uh, yeah, and it's just interesting, you know, just just looking at the edit and all that. What I'm seeing, we know that the guys are concerned that the women are going to pick them off. We know that Tiffany and Xander are very tight, and most probably Xander's going to win immunity next week because we know he's going to go on a run on Uh We know that. We've, we've been told that. Uh, so how does that play out? That means we're going to see a lot more idle play. There's going to be a lot more idle play the next next couple of games. Uh, and I think that's how Liana's going to get, going to get out. Uh, she and Sean are going to – misjudge what's going on and that it's going to come back and bite them in the ass. But, you know, it's it's going to be very good gameplay, how they're played, I think.
1: And, you know, another another thing, too, since we're talking about, uh, you know, obviously we mentioned story. Uh, One of the things to remember, with usually in the finale, you go with a final six or a final five. Now, if this might be a final five finale night, final six, that would mean that it's usually the the boot right before finale night is usually a big character boot. And that's what makes me – I think Heather may actually go even before final six because – it's not she's not really a character you know we're not seeing anything out of her you know that would be reserved for somebody like a shan for example or a ricard mm-hmm. you know even i would put ricard as as a uh, character boot as the uh, you know as a penultimate boot potentially but usually you have some sort of story with the final with however many people are in the finale episode whether it's six or five usually there's some sort of story that they that they build up for each one of the competitors to make the viewers think okay maybe you know as they're introducing them maybe they still have a shot at potentially winning this game and you know honestly with heather i just don't see it even the seer you know Yeah, Nasir, Mm -hmm. we showed that he he was vital to life at LuVu, but we
7: didn't really
1: see, uh, apart from him, uh, you know, winning challenges on his own, I mean, we saw him built up as a potential immunity threat, but we never really saw any sort of story out of him. So I would think that may potentially eliminate Nasir, as uh one of those uh one of those finale night spots. But I mean you look at, you look at, ever, at at those that are left. I mean Liana, you know, yeah, she had a uh she got uh bamboozled this week uh by Xander. But that leaves open the possibility that, okay, maybe there's a bigger story between Liana and Xander moving forward. Uh, So that would kind of potentially open up the possibility that, okay, maybe because she has more story, maybe she may progress a little bit further. Uh, You know, Tiffany and Shan, obviously the way they've been edited so far this season, even Ricard, you know, they seem more like end game players or close to end game players. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, I would say Deshaun more than Danny. I think I think has been edited uh, a lot more compared to Danny. Danny was more of a pre merge type of edit. To where I'm, I'm not saying he would go pre merge, but you know, a majority of his of his edit came in the pre merge. It seems like where, mm-hmm. you know, he was shown as emotional support, he was shown as a strategist. Uh, he was shown as being part of the duo between Danny and Deshaun. But other than that, you know, once the merge is hit, we haven't really seen I mean we saw his uh budding friendship with Vander but other than that we haven't really seen much out of him. And Evie, I mean uh well I well, actually first before Evie Erica we saw her uh we saw her whole story pick up last week and now again this week she was one of the focuses of this week's episode so obviously there's way more story for her. But Evie, I mean, in all honesty, she kind of seems like dead to rights, in my opinion. It's, all, it's, it's almost, almost like she like, don't know
5: how to play.
1: <laughs> it, it, well, not that she doesn't know how to play, but it's it's almost like her eulogy was given to, was given this week, except she rose out of the coffin instead of. <laughs> You know, staying there, staying in the coffin, dead, and yeah. then maybe, uh, maybe it needs sort of like, sort of like how, how uh, sort of like a zombie. If you want to make sure they're really dead, you do a double tap. You fire <laughs> one more shot to make sure they stay dead. And I almost think this may be that exact case with Evie. Because yeah, I guess the- they seem they seemed really confident that, uh, you know, later on in the, uh, in the episode, in the strategizing, they seemed really confident that Xander wouldn't use the idol on Evie.
7: Mm-hmm.
1: And maybe it turns out that way because Evie, out of, out of the four YASA members, Evie was actually painted as the most distrustful before <laughs> the merge. I mean you got to think I mean you exactly. know Eddie you you usually Eddie you usually study the Eddie wouldn't you think that that has a role to play moving forward
6: Yeah I do I I I think that she's I don't think she'll go next week but I I think yeah she's on the way out Uh it's not a I don't think she'll make the final 8 Uh final seven uh you know but yeah i agree with you
2: another thing too is she she had like tribal council when uh the sean like outed her for giving the information about uh like what like uh what xander had um uh to him so she got caught uh Exposing something for somebody to somebody who's supposed to be her alliance, so it's gonna it's gotta make Xander a bit hesitant of, of her moving forward as well. So,
1: yeah, exactly.
2: It's it's almost
1: like she's seen as a liability moving forward.
7: hmm
1: And ultimately, all that's gonna do is you know make an even an even easier reason for why they should get rid of her Mm -hmm. instead of you know if it if it ends up if it ends up like it's going to be one of them period you know that who would they feel more comfortable moving forward with uh between between tiffany and uh and Xander, you know, would it be, would they be more comfortable moving forward with Liana or would they be more comfortable moving forward with Evie? And just the fact that we've been shown that Evie has been, has been seen by the other members as untrustworthy, that it kind of makes me think that maybe perhaps Liana you know, she maybe she might be one of the next ones to go, but uh-huh. that's that's it's it's just that one little bit sort of makes me think that maybe perhaps she'll make it past this week. But you know, I don't know. Who knows? Uh. Like, like I said earlier, like I said earlier, you know, there was uh, we all thought that Brad uh, was hmm. was safe with with the story about all of the advantages that he was gathering, and yet hmm. lo and behold, he ends up getting voted out that very exact that that exact same night. So, you know, who knows.
5: yeah right see
1: exactly it's it's hard to say because uh there's so much that can that can uh, potentially go down with how especially with how they're editing this next episode the fact that um you know anybody mm. can essentially go and another thing to keep in mind too is the shot in the dark. You know, everybody left has the shot in the dark advantage still that they can try. And
6: the odds get better as they get used.
1: Yes. As it gets used, you know, you remove. So now it's, uh, it's a 2-in-11 ele- shot. I mean, it's still technically 1 out of 6, but it's a 2-in-11 as opposed to 2-in-12.
7: Mm -hmm.
1: So that may potentially come into play as well. And plus, who knows how many other advantages they may throw out there. I mean, God forbid, Uh, you know, they've been having people risk their vote all season long. You would kind of think maybe perhaps they may do that at some point before the end of the season, they may introduce that again. Mm-hmm. And, you know,
6: at watching it, I keep going that I wonder if the final four is going to be three women
1: and a guy. It could be. I mean, uh, you know, that's one of the storylines that has been thrown out there is that the men are concerned uh, that, you know, the women would – would basically vote each and every one of the guys out one by one. Okay. Maybe that might come to, maybe that might come to fruition at some point down the line, but you know, I, I guess it is a possibility that that could end up happening. and of course you know we know that the All Black Alliance uh you know Jim has mentioned it that the All Black Alliance isn't going to we're not going to see another version of the cookout basically like we saw in Big Brother or as they call it now the campout uh this season <laughs> and you know just exactly just exactly like what, like what Jim said uh i cannot wait to see the look on uh on all of those uh alumni's faces that are uh that are having their victory lap right now uh you know about a all black alliance on the show and you know that's a, uh, another thing too is yeah there's an all black alliance but There are also other people of color that are on this show. Mm -hmm. You know, what the hell are they going to think? The fact that they weren't even included. Mm -hmm. I mean, there was, uh, believe it or not, there were actually rumors that I saw floating around on Twitter, you know, going back to Big Brother for a second here, there were rumors being floated around on twitter that uh while they were shown um, you know reacting favorably to the cookout uh, alliance and how it was such a uh, ingenious move uh apparently a lot of the jurors and maybe some of the pre-jurors uh in actuality, you know, in reality, despise the idea, but the fact that they were afraid to speak up about it because of the backlash that they would receive from fans. So, you know, I wonder. I wonder if that may end up coming, especially if that ends up being revealed at all. You know, heading into the. Uh, Having uh, the, the further down that we get here, um, if it gets brought up at all in the game moving forward, you know, whether it's that tribal or if it's, or if it's that final tribal, you know, what I'm curious to see what the reaction, uh, would be from the other contestants, you know, those who weren't included in this Alliance.
7: Mm-hmm.
1: <clears throat> you know, I just I said I said it when Big Brother did it. That Big Brother, you know, they basically opened up a giant can of worms. And you know, I mean, obviously, keep in mind uh, Survivor obviously was was taped before Big Brother, so this technically was done before Big Brother even started uh for uh season twenty three but at the same time you know i i I guess maybe it's a little bit of a of a disadvantage for survivor because they're starting up this whole thing after Big Brother has already aired what was a controversial season because of the cookout alliance that you know now survivor is gonna start to see some of the uh, leftover hatred be brought upon itself because of this.
7: Yeah,
2: I, I think I saw like the episode, like the merge episode, like the last week, we already saw like a bunch of people not a fan of it.
1: Oh yeah, actually, you know what? Now that I now that I think of it, let me look it up real quick. Let me see what the reaction is this week. Um, oh, oh, okay, here we go. Actually, this is kind of funny. I'm reading this right now. It's it has nothing to do with the whole alliance thing, but. So, basically, this person sums up uh, sums up this whole season real well. Yeah. Here is what this season of Survivor has done. It, it has taken the ability to have a strategy, an alliance, and outwit and outplay others. There are a couple of really good players on the show, but their gameplay doesn't even matter anymore. At any time they can, <laughs> quote-unquote, draw rocks, a teammate can, quote-unquote, turn back time, Nothing any player does can get to the end of the game because there is no way to strategize when you are picked off by unplanned events. The new tribal goes as this. Player one has an advantage. Player two has an idol. Player three has an idol that works if three other people have one. Player four has a magic time machine. Player five has the community necklace. Player six is too cocky for their own good. Player seven has no idea what's going on. Player eight has lost her vote. Player nine went on a spiritual boat ride and got a special note to be opened only at tribal. And then Jeff Probst goes, okay, everybody ready to vote? <laughs> That's funny. I mean, doesn't that accurately sum up what tribal has pretty much become now? Yeah, it does.
5: I don't even call it tribal anymore. It's not your usual, it's not your normal tribal councils anymore.
1: No, it isn't. It's more of the, it's more of a, how can we word this correctly? It's more of a whisper session, like a whisper, a, a council of whispers. I was, I was going to say crap shoot. <laughs> yeah, that too. Well, the, you know, you're not really that far off. It is essentially a crapshoot where literally you can go in, you can go into tribal thinking that uh, this is that you have a solid plan down, and all of a sudden, you know, there's literally you end up ultimately having no plan.
3: You got a bunch of BS a better word
1: pretty much you know i'm i'm looking at i'm looking at the comments actually and i'm not really seeing the hatred anymore so i guess maybe perhaps this just shows that 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 survivor just has the better fan base hmm because they're actually com-
3: fans kind of seem petty
1: anyway <laughs> cuz they're actually they're actually commenting on the game as opposed to keeping it all about literally one uh literally one thing all about all about race and all that crap instead they're actually I'm you know I'm reading a whole bunch of the a whole bunch of the uh you know comments here and it really seems to be all about the game here. But, how you know, how about this? Uh, I know we got about 10 minutes left, but let me pose this question. Do you think that last-minute strategizing should still be allowed at tribal council? Like we no. saw last night. no Hi, M- melissa what do you think? do you think that uh last minute strategizing should uh should still be available to be done at tribal at tri- yeah. at, at uh at tribal
4: yeah i think so um, you know it it's like last night when all of that went down where neona thought she she was being so cheeky and alexander pro- pretty much threw it back in her face and then everybody's thinking okay it can't be evie so now who is it going to be they were all trying to get on the same page so mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't happen in every tribal council, so I think when it does happen, it's no big deal. That's just my opinion. Yeah,
9: as long as it's once in a while, not all the time.
1: Yeah. Uh, Here we go. Here go the comments. I'm seeing the comments now.
5: It's happened (laughs) a lot more in the past, uh, I'd say, the past uh, two seasons.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it almost seems it almost seems like every single week we w- we should almost expect that there's going to be a, there's going to be a whole uh, a whole round of whispering,
5: like a live tribal, yeah, that they call it. Well, i am
1: thro-
3: uh, trying to think what season uh, Edge of I, Edge of Extinction. And I know they did quite a bit of it in uh, season forty.
2: It's so funny though that like people used to never do it. Do it, and then when JT did in Game Changers, it was such a big deal. And then after people saw him do that, now it's just like a normal thing. But like before season thirty-four, nobody ever did it. Right. Yeah, it's now
1: all of a sudden all of a sudden it's become like like a staple of the show. Like Mm -hmm. you're expected if you if you if you ever go on to a season of Survivor, you're expected to do the stupid whispering at Tribal (laughs) instead of you know, going into Tribal with a plan and you know, if, if something ends up going awry, you have a backup plan.
5: Hmm. I say I mean, you need to have your backup plans before you go to tribal. You need to have your some... plan A, B, and C before you go to tribal. I'm not a fan of this live tribal.
1: Yeah, you know, I mean, there's been some there's been some tribals where Jeff has literally only said one sentence, or he's asked <laughs> one question, and literally all he has to do is just sit back and watch as everybody starts whispering.
5: Mm-hmm. He even said that last night. I like to sit back here and
1: <laughs> watching this. Like he literally, he literally just says one thing and you know the whole entire the whole entire thing just plays out on its own. Mhm. I mean it's kind it, you know it's kind of sad that uh that that's basically where the game has uh has devolved to. like I know Jim I know Jim has said previously that you know if I if if I if he was in the game he would be trying to disrupt all of that stuff from taking place you know and, and you know we kind of actually saw that from this year I think last night where he tried to he tried to sort of break up some of the uh some of the whisper sessions that were going on in different, in different huddles. Cause he kept trying to get into each and every one of them. <laughs> but, well, we got about five minutes left uh, before we get kicked off by, uh, by blog talk radio. I'm actually really surprised that I was able to stay on the full uh the full length this time. <laughs> uh considering considering the problems I've had in uh well obviously I mean we stayed on the full time last week but uh, yeah. uh Saturday nights just haven't been too kind to me uh recently. Hmm. But Yeah uh you know hopefully uh hopefully jim will be uh will be feeling better uh and he'll be back next week um, actually yeah he told me i think it was a couple of hours before we before we went live i think uh that he wouldn't be able to that he wouldn't be able to join us tonight or more than likely wouldn't be able to join us tonight um you know, hopefully, hopefully he's back next week, and uh, I'm sure he'll probably listen. He'll probably listen to tonight's show, and he'll have quite a few things to probably say uh, about everything we talked mm-hmm. about. Uh, you know, for those who who aren't a member of the Whispers groups yet. Uh, you know, you can sign up for uh for Whispers if you're on Facebook. Uh just search Survivor Whispers, Big Brother Whispers, Sports Whispers. If you're a fan of spoilers, uh and if you're lucky, uh you can sign up for uh Survivor Whispers premiere. That's our, our spoiler group specifically for, for Survivor Spoilers. Um you know, if you enjoy listening to these podcasts, uh, either live or on the archives, you can subscribe by going to blogtalkradio.com slash AE or by uh, searching for Missy AE on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or Amazon Music. Obviously, our next uh, our next show will, of course, be Saturday night when I return for uh, for Sports Whispers Weekly. Um, and also a reminder, you know, coming up this summer, or not, not, not this summer, I'm thinking way too far ahead, uh, coming up this winter, <laughs> technically, I guess, uh, we will be having the Celebrity Big Brother recap show whenever they officially start that up. Uh, we will be uh, Melissa and I will be returning for that, which Yay! considering Yay! how uh, <laughs> considering how big brother went considering how Big brother has gone uh, these past two seasons, both celebrity and regular big brother uh, yeah we've had we've had two black alliances make it to the very end, so uh, if we have a third one. Maybe this might turn into a shit show again. Who knows? <laughs> um, Twitter is going to be a war zone. Yeah, yeah. Might be a war zone. Not just not just uh, in the Big Brother community, but maybe in Big Brother Whispers as well. Again. Um, so yeah, the uh, Whispers mods, uh, we may need to be on our toes. Uh, but <laughs> you know that is that is the end of the show tonight. Uh, thank you. Everybody for uh, for calling in Melissa J B Eddie Teresa yep. Austin thank Kansas you. Uh, thank Reggie you Steve and for, uh, thank for you. hosting. Yeah, thank you, Steve.
2: Yeah, thank you, thanks, Steve. Thank, thank you. you. Yeah, good night, everybody. Okay, good, good night. night. Oh, my pleasure.
4: Have a good
2: one. Night, night.
4: Great weekend. See you next week. Good night.
2: Good
1: bye bye. Have a, have a great weekend, and we will see everybody next week.